0: Welcome to another empowering story and another episode of my podcast, Believe It, Pursue It. Super important topic today for so many, and a slightly controversial one, as most of us really seem to struggle with it. The topic today is mindset of success, acquire or develop. In this episode, we're going to explore how mindset of success can change the way we think, act and perform, and whether it's something we need to acquire or we already have within us and just need to develop further? Is mindset of success what helps us unlock our true potential and leads us to success? With me to discuss the subject further is Jody Viner, a healer, a yogi, and a successful business consultant. Jody has been described as an inspiring, heart-centered, mission-driven business leader with more than 30 years of experience driving organizational growth in large corporate environments. She's best known for empowering women entrepreneurs through strategic vision, mindset excellence, and action-driven planning. Jody, thank you so much for joining me today. I just want to start our discussion by asking you, what has made you establish your career around coaching people how to be successful and help them create six, and seven figure businesses.
1: Ah, Thank you so much for having me first and foremost. I really appreciate the opportunity to be invited into sharing my passion in this way. So thank you for all you do and having this platform to elevate and allow the sharing and teaching of this very powerful and relevant work. Um, To answer your question, why coaching? Why am I doing this? Um, right now, it feels necessity and necessary to impart on all of these beautiful budding entrepreneurs that have been have been exhausted by the systems that are no longer working for us, right So, What I see unfolding, what I've watched unfold over the last, I would say, 16 months or so, is this desire to take hold of our own personal economies and our own futures. And um, I recognize that I'm sitting on this life of of lessons, of wisdom, of insight, of strategy. And it just felt like a no-brainer for me to really take this toolbox, giant toolbox and apply it to the healers is what I like to call them, right? There's a service mindset of, an, of a healer. They want to be of service to whoever comes into their world and it becomes a trade, right? Trading time for money. And that can lead to fatigue, to compassion fatigue and burnout. And then we're kind of stuck. And I say were because I recognize myself still as that healer. Um, and um, I recognize my community too. So it just, it was, it was smart. It was like next, like, okay, how do I show up in service now? Yeah. And I'm always asking myself, how do I show up in service now? So it just was the next step.
0: Fantastic. What do you define as a healer? I'm sure that many people are Mm. asking that question.
1: Um, Yeah, sure. A healer is that person who is drawn to make a difference in people's lives, right? It's someone who's like, I just wanna make someone's life easier and better. And as a service provider or um, a product retailer, these products and services are meant to help humanity right? As opposed to um, other ways of doing business. And when I think of a healer, I think of people who work in the energy space, right? The Ayurvedic practitioner, the therapist, the um, social workers, the chiropractors, the yoga teachers, the meditation teachers, the mindfulness teachers, school teachers, Right. So um, healer for me is this big umbrella of I want to nurture and help people. Right. And those usually have a disconnect in business. Yeah. Right. So it almost feels like a
0: little two different categories for me. So tell me yeah. a bit how you're helping them. What exactly is your process? What is your thought process?
1: Hmm. That's a really good question. My thought process is always when I'm working with people is to start with intention.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what is the intention of our time together? And then for me, I have a genuine process of where I assess their needs and where they are, not just um, with things, but in in here their mindset, because that is always with us, no matter what course, no matter who we're working with, no matter what we're doing. So I start there really on the sly. I don't usually (laughs) talk about like, so we're going to do some mindset work first, right? It's usually like I check in, like what's going on in there. And then I trust my intuition to lead me where I go from there and doing this long enough and working with people long enough, thousands and thousands of people, I'm, I'm really um skilled and able to go from there
0: fantastic you're taking me to my next question actually so tell me a little bit what is mindset of success for you and how important is it right
1: anything and everything that i have done any projects any collaborations anything and everything it always starts in the mind right anything Um, how we move into relationship with another, how we start a conversation. There's always two things happening, what's coming out of our mouth and what's being thought about internally. And for some of us, there's a few more, right? (laughs) There's like, I really wanna talk about this, but then there's this going on and this going on when we talk about like the neurodivergent brain, right? So when I think of mindset, I think of how do I pull this all together in a way that is relevant to what I'm bringing to the table. Mindset is 100% necessity to get right with the thought process and the communication process that comes out. Um, I know that mindset sometimes is thought about like how our thoughts are, yeah. But it's more for me. It's not just the thought, it's the communication. It's the pause before the communication. So it's the transition into coming into presence, right? And that starts to really bring about a holistic mindset, right? What am I feeling? What's happening in my environment? How am I gonna show up in this moment?
0: That's mindset to me. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? How mindset and thoughts are connecting to emotions? How do they connect to our feelings? What do you think? Mm. Is there a strong link there?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think our body, oh, I, I know our body holds so much emotion mm-hmm. and that leads to our thought process, right? Um, the work that I've done through the years with teaching how to regulate our nervous system is to access the emotions, right? Is to access those emotions so that we can reveal them and heal them if necessary, right? So that we can reveal and integrate like, okay, I'm really uncomfortable here and I'm not ashamed to say it. Something so simple like that brings presence into the moment, creates connection. And then you're like, okay, let's move on, right? So that how we utilize emotions in the moment is so relevant to how we show
0: up in our mindset. Beautiful. Does, that beautiful is that. Thank you. Okay. Yes, Fantastic. yes. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit what do you think when you're thinking of mindset of success? Is it for you a sum of beliefs, of habits, or personality traits that we have and we may have suppressed over time and therefore we just need to develop them further? or is it something we need to create from scratch completely?
1: Mm. Mm. That's (laughs) such a good question. (laughs) I like to think that we all have like this really great mindset very deep down, but having done so much work within trauma and crisis and resilience um, the truth is some of us don't have that goodness deep down, right? We grew up in an environment that did not support a healthy mindset, right? And then it's up to us to cultivate that as an adult, if it sparks our interest, if we are regulated enough to recognize it, right? So I think there's two things there, right? Our nature and where we grew up, and in the environments that we were in, and then there's what are we going to nurture within our own self. Can it be taught? Absolutely. Um, It's one of the reasons I'm such an advocate for yoga. It's so silly to say this, but really we have the opportunity to kind of reprogram our brain a little bit with breath, with movement, and with the teachings that are mindset. (laughs) It's kind of like fascinating when I look at like, there's all this mindset in the business space. Right. And then I'm like, but yoga has been teaching that for 5,000 years. Right. And the fusion of the two is really fascinating for me because I'm like, this is what I've been teaching using mind body practices. And now I see these awesome speakers standing on stage. I'm like, that's what goes on in the yoga space too. So it's kind of neat. Yes, we can learn it even if we didn't grow up in it, even if we weren't exposed to it, right? Yes, it can be learned. There's still hope. There's still hope, right? Without talking about neuroplasticity and how the brain works, because I, I can go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really fascinating to know it's not too late. It's never too late.
0: So. How difficult or easy is it to rewire your brain then? to actually create that mindset of success? How much does it take?
1: (laughs) It can be a five minute journey a day, right? I I actually teach mindfulness training and it's mindfulness-based stress reduction, right? This is the gateway into changing our thoughts and we do it with breath and presence. Like I have a 14 day that I recorded in the beginning of the shutdown because I recognized, oh, people are gonna be like, they could use some tools, right? So I recorded this um, using the sciences that I have been teaching for so many years and that exist out there. And it can literally change within a matter of days, right? And then it just opens up the next door and then we go through that one we're like, oh, wait, okay, let me start to move my body. Now I'm feeling even better and stronger. Let me go through the next door. So it's just these building blocks, right? We,
0: it's it's a decision. Tell me a little bit more about that process then of opening the next door and then the next mm-hmm. Door. Mm-hmm. What so, does lead you to, right? Having that mindset of success. What do you think it establishes in life? What kind of basis?
1: A really positive outlook, um, a very present awareness, and that's what it leads to. And I think for the process I've taught for so many years is let's just start by breathing and noticing our breath. It is so simple. Our breath is always with us. In fact, I just recorded something earlier today and it's probably one of the easiest breath practices that we can do, but it takes us inward we start to notice the tightness in the left side or the right side. And then we can get curious, where did that come from? Why is that happening? Did I hurt myself or, oh, I'm sitting too long? You know what, maybe I'm gonna get up and move today. It's these tiny little like micro movements, right? And then we're like, I really enjoyed walking. I'm gonna do more of that. And then you start to recognize and notice my body feels really good. I think I'm gonna to go to the gym, right? It's just these tiny, small movements that opens the next door, that opens the next door. And the next thing we know, and we look back a year, two years, three years, you're like, wow, look at what I did, right? And it's these small little progressions and it doesn't have to happen every day. Right? because the reality is our nervous system gets overwhelmed on days and we're like nope not today and honoring our nope not today is just as relevant to our mindset as as the great date the great doing days right
0: i absolutely answer your love, question joe yeah i absolutely love how you explain okay. it and how you highlight oh, the importance you. of moving breathing as well with the mindset of success. And I do believe that these are interrelated and there's such a strong link between the two.
1: Absolutely. There's that, I I love that like little um, emotion is energy in motion. Yes,
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: Emotion, right? Emotion is energy in motion. Absolutely, Absolutely. I love it. So when we change our, our motion, we change our energy which
0: changes the emotion. Exactly. Easy. You couldn't have said it better. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about some tangible benefits that your clients have seen as well from acquiring or developing that mindset of success. What have they achieved in their lives, in their professional lives, personal lives as a result? Mm.
1: I'm trying to think, you know, I've worked with thousands of people through the years um, and some of them I've kept tabs on, right? I would say the most recent and the most obvious is um, I really inspire people to get out of their own way, start to live their dream life, whatever that is, right? And without getting too like woo-woo about it, um, I have probably supported and helped start six different nonprofits. Um, That's a passion of mine. So people are like, I really want to start a nonprofit and it's big. It's a lot of work. It's overwhelming, right? It certainly can be. So those have been like really successful moments because for me, I feel like nonprofit is like a legacy, right? It's a really impactful place to take your dream and, and make it a little bit bigger. To touch more people, and um, I think, you know, the last group of women that I got to work with, four out of six started their business, did all the paperwork, got all their, all the things in line to get moving right, and one out of those six is continuing to develop um, some really great products to come out in service. To humanity, so those are some of the things, right?
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I must be really proud of having that impact on people and enabling them to actually live their dreams, right? With um, just small tips, and of course, a lot of work goes into that. But it's small things at the end of the day that we don't really realize as well, and we need someone like you to guide us through that. So, that makes sense. So, it's really, really beautiful. Really-
1: Thank you. Um, I really haven't stopped and thought about it. (laughs) I'm just like, all right, next person, next person, next person. Right. So thank you for that opportunity and and asking that question to like really reflect. You want to talk about like mindset, right? Like, Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I'm still doing some good in the world.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's what is important. Yeah, thank you. Opinion. That's what matters. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me a sure. bit about um, daily habits. What is the routine of successful people for you? Including um, yourself, right? And your clients. Sure.
1: Sure, sure, sure. I teach what I practice and I practice um, self-care first, always. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, somewhat ritualistic at this point for me. Um, You know, I wake up with gratitude always. Yeah. To say, especially now, I feel like I've been saying especially now for many, 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 many years. Um, But I wake up with gratitude. And when my eyes open, I'm like, I recognize where I am. And I'm like, oh, I get another day. Yes. I get another day, right? That kind of sets the tone for my... My day, I I wake up with a vibrant energy of gratitude, more days than not. Um, Because I've been practicing this, right? I've intentionally practiced this. And I always, uh, if it's not coffee, it's like some healthy food or drink. um, And I move my body right away. Um, I purposely uh, brought home a dog and my children were very happy and I recognized I needed movement. And I'm like, okay, this will force me, force me to walk. (laughs) And how much time I walk is really dependent upon the weather and what's on my agenda for the day. But I I do, I start my day every day with a a minimum of 15 minutes. While I'm on my 15 minute walk, I either listen to spiritual uh, reminders And when I say spiritual, not so much faith-based, but um, really reminding me to breathe deeply and to remember my teachings or um, some brilliant writing from a thought leader, right? Right now, um, um, I seem to be a little obsessed with Rob Bell and everything is spiritual. He's really cool. He's kind of like crossed over into um, my zone, so to speak. And the other one that I listen to somewhat obsessively is Brendan Burchard's like High Performance Habits, because I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, I used to do that. Right. So there's always a listening while I'm moving my body, because that is part of the neural transmission connections and changing our brain, the movement, the breath, and what I'm listening to. So um, those are some of the habits that I teach. Um, A really great takeaway, tangible, easy one is don't start your day by looking at your email. Perfect. I love that. People love to look at their phone as soon as they wake up. What time is it? Right? Or their alarm is here. And then they're like, oh, and then the scroll starts. No. No no, that is not an effective way to begin your day. Because then you are on the defensive instead of the offensive. And the transition that I take from moving out of my walk into my workspace, um, I breathe, I take my 10 minutes of breath practice, noticing what I notice, noticing that The spinning, noticing um, how my body feels, and then I visualize my day and how it's gonna go.
0: I just wanted to ask you about visualization as well, which is kind of, because whatever you said, I absolutely agree with. It's something that I'm actually encouraging my clients as well to do. I'm starting my day with um, being grateful, being grateful for what I've had in my life so far. Thinking of three to five things that are making me feeling grateful that gratitude is so important to start our day. Moving is really, really important. And you just mentioned visualization as well, which is really, really key. Tell me, is there a technique that you're using or are there any tips for people that are struggling to visualize as well? I've had lots of people that have struggled with visualization a lot. They do.
1: You know, here's what's interesting Um, people don't recognize that PTSD actually creates more gray matter in our brain and we have a little more challenge of visualizing, Mm -hmm. right? So um, instead of using the word visualizations, I have found it connected with imagine, right? Or remember a vision of. And that takes that pressure of like, I'm not seeing anything. Right? <laughs> There's nothing there. right? Um, and I actually, I learned this from um, a veteran who he shared with me. He's like, hey, Joe, he's like, I love, love listening to your voice. But when you invite me to do this process, nothing's there. And I was like, I need to read more on that. Yeah. So my practice that I teach varies depending upon the audience right? Because I show up to meet them. Personally, for me, I've been doing this long enough. I sit down, I take three breaths, I'm right in my zone, right? And sometimes I will practice uh, visualization of my own uh, money manifestation or um, a worthy manifestation or um, abundance, right? So for me, it's sometimes I just... Um, I travel a little bit sometimes out of my body and off I go into the ethers and reconnect to source and remember the love and the breath and the oneness of all things. So I guess just because I've been doing this for over 30 years
0: it's it's a gift. It's easier yeah it's a gift yeah. exactly exactly it's a gift And it's something that you need to practice right isn't it?
1: Um. I'm gonna go way, way back to when I first started. The very first time I meditated, I had an out-of-body experience. I was like, oh, I wanna do that again, right? So I was kind of like fascinated. Some people get scared by their experiences and get a little overwhelmed, right? So um, does it take practice? Sure. Um, I think it's really, it's so unique for each person. The very first time I meditated, I had an out-of-body experience at 19 years old. Right, So somebody else can have that experience at 50-something the first time they meditate and never have that experience again. It's it's very personal, it's very different for each person.
0: Yeah, very true, very true. And do you feel like in order to reach that level of awareness and in order to be able to meditate and have the visualizations, is it important to be open, to be receptive, to be willing to connect to your own true self, to your nature? Um, What is the differentiating factor that that enables you to do that? So that's
1: a good question. I believe it's a thought, Mm. right? It's a welcoming in. Yeah. Um, People who fear this are not going to sit down and welcome it in, right? So um, it's an invitation and a welcoming of like, I am ready to receive. I'm open and willing uh, to receive what I'm ready for,
0: right? Perfect. That's it. Awesome great message thank you Judy. You're
1: Welcome.
0: tell me a little bit what do you think people need to get rid of in order to have to adopt to create that mindset of success is there any bad habit or anything that they're doing in their lives they need to get rid of um
1: i don't know if it's necessarily get rid of mm-hmm. right it's for me it's the the word that has been on on many conversations is about integration right how do we integrate um the dark heaviness into the light abundance because wholeness is where we hopefully want to get into right that's when that whole mindset is it's no longer a conversation it just is a way of being right is that integration of well I know I probably should not indulge in A, B and C. However, B helps me cope so I can do all these other things. So I'll stop practicing A and C and I'll stop doing those things, but I'm gonna hang on here until all this feels a little more comfortable and then that grip slowly loosens. But that doesn't mean that we won't go back to A, B and C just won't be a need because we've integrated like, yep, that used to work for me and it's okay, right? So it's an integration as opposed of getting rid of. And I'm always really mindful about that conversation because we're all in in such a different place in our journey. Right? And some of us need those A, B and C to regulate for now. Right? And who knows in a year from now Maybe we've integrated some of that and don't necessarily need it, but we're no longer judging ourselves or shaming ourselves or guilting ourselves because we did, right? That's integration for me. When we're in that space of wholeness, the mindset that we're living from all the time is a really natural vibration of who we are, right? And it's not this effort to get
0: there. Does that make sense? Exactly. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Absolutely. Awesome. And now tell me a little bit, um, what do you think is important outside aside the, um, the success and the mindset of success? So do you think there is anything else that people need in order to have a fulfilling and a happy life or is it just a matter of mindset? Love. Love, Love it. So simple, but that's me. <laughs>
1: Love, um, love, connection, wholeness, right? I know it's a, it's. I could talk a lot, but those are those are the simple ones. Love, beautiful,
0: beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And is mindset um, the only important factor in success, or is it also luck, or opportunities, or being at the right place, the right time? Uh, with the right people. Um, does anything else matter? Or if you have the yes. right, then you'll be successful. Yes, I believe
1: action matters. I believe confidence matters. I believe um courage matters. Yeah. Right. Um, surrounding yourself with people like-minded community matters. Right? You can have this phenomenal, brilliant, bright mindset and not have the tools to like execute the things that you need to, to get to where you wanna go, right? So mindset's wonderful, but the uh, the action is just as necessary, right? Because even if you're not like primed in the head, right? And there's still some doubt and concern, you can have a really phenomenal business plan and you know the actions that you need to take and still be successful Mm -hmm. and unhappy. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And on the flip side, you can be like sunshine and sparkles and rainbows and unicorns each and every day and not be able to execute a thing. So there's a definite marriage there of strategy too. And and I love, you know, community, got to hang out with the people who are doing and moving. And if you
0: don't, if you're
1: not with them, then find them.
0: Fantastic. That's a very important comment there that you've made. The community is so key and actually being surrounded by like-minded people is yeah. what drives us forward, isn't it? How, yeah. how would you say your clients and you have gone about finding these people, these like-minded people or creating that community or finding people that you get inspired by, that you inspire sure. all the time? Yeah.
1: Um, uh, I would say you asked the right person that question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm big at calling in community. Um, I, I, I just see like-minded people and connect them. Um, I built a huge community of 10,000 plus in the, not in for the nonprofit, um, connection coalition by speaking from my heart by showing up, by asking, being fearless in that, um, asking for people to connect, share, and um, just, we gravitate, we find each other, right? When we start to notice and look around and be like, wow, I don't, I'm gonna bring this right back to our body again, right? I feel really heavy when when I'm around certain people, And when I'm around other people, I feel really light and energized and rejuvenated and hopeful and confident and courageous, right? Who do you want to hang out with more, (laughs) right? So you're just gonna naturally gravitate to that when you start to notice it, right? But if you can't feel the things that are happening in our mind and body because of life, then we're not gonna make that shift, right? And um, community is necessity, it's necessity. We do so much more and achieve so much more together than we do alone. And that's tough for entrepreneurs, right? We're like on this like lone journey, uh, that term I hear a lot, the solopreneur. I'm like, no one's doing this alone. We're in groups, we're watching things, we get to do this, right? We're not really
0: solo. Absolutely. So, Couldn't agree. Yeah. Couldn't agree. Yeah. And I do believe what you said, when you start having that awareness and when you start connecting to yourself first, you actually have that intuition, you have that heightened um, sense of who you should gravitate towards, who you are gravitating more towards, right? Nice. and you notice the positivity, you notice the negativity, you notice yes. all of these things, you notice the like-minded people around you, and all of a sudden yeah. you're connecting with more and more like-minded people, yeah. and you realize you're not alone, you're not That's alone. Right. In your journey. Absolutely, love it. Um, tell me another thing about the challenges that People are facing when they're trying to adopt this mindset of success, what do you think are the main challenges? Mm. Oh, good question. Um, I know the
1: main challenges. Um, We call them trauma triggers, right? And trauma triggers, and I'm not talking about like, oh, that person bothered me, right? That, like, I'm so triggered right now. It's not that. A trauma trigger is actually something that reminds us of an old wound that shuts us down. It's an actual nervous system response. Um, I can share personally, for me, I live in a family where I am consistently, my nervous system is consistently challenged with those reminders of old wounds, because while I may have kind of come to a peaceful place about it, they're still occurring in my family dynamic, right? So that can certainly set people back when they're not aware of it. Um, I had a conversation just yesterday with a friend of mine who shared that there are, in, in her past, um, a meeting with a family member would put her down for the count for a week and she didn't recognize it until somebody else shared that with her. And fortunately did enough work and boundary setting that like learned how to honor that, but it definitely plays a huge part in everyone's lives and they don't know it until they do like, Oh, why do I need to sleep a little later after, you know, fill in the blank, whatever the situation is, you know, maybe you look at your bank account and you're like, uh Oh, Right, and it just pulls in all this old energy of scarcity and urgency and lack and all the work that we've done to like, I'm abundant, I'm okay, I have this healthy relationship with money, is like boom, right? It slams right back into us and we're like, down for the count, right? This is why we use our resources. This is why we learn this work of integration so now when these moments happen, we can recognize them in our body. We can recognize the thought process and our recovery time, light and quick. It's the recovery time because they're gonna happen or oh, they're gonna keep happening. That's
0: life. That's the human journey. Absolutely, fantastic. Thank you, Jodi. I You're do welcome. have one more question for you. Yeah. You have one tip to our audience today. What would that tip be around mindset of success? How should they go about developing it? Um, what is your, your insight, your biggest insight when it comes to mindset of, of success that you want to actually share with our audience today? Um, that's a big one. <laughs> Just one.
1: Make a commitment to yourself recognizing your own worthiness that you are worthy of success no matter who you were in the past no matter the actions and choices that you've made in the past and recognizing your worthiness and forgiveness of yourself when
0: you forget beautiful beautiful thank you thank you
1: so
0: much tell me where can people find you? Where can people get a little bit more inspiration from you? If they want to follow you, I know you have an Instagram page. I mean, we are connected with- We are, sure. But um, let's let's tell our audience as well in case they want to follow your work and I'm sure after this they will. (laughs) Thank you, thank you.
1: Um, So the trauma work that I do is through an organization called Connection Coalition. Okay, that's the nonprofit. Um, that's the trauma education that is the backbone of a lot of things that I do personally to connect with me I'm of course Instagram is healer business yogi separated by the underscore healer business yogi and then on Facebook I have a very vibrant group um, of entrepreneurs and this is where I show up once or twice a week and just and I'm teaching lots of yep. business tips, and they can connect with me um, on Facebook. Uh, you can find me uh, in that group. It's called Love, Serve, Thrive in Abundance. Right? Love, Serve, Thrive in Abundance. Or email is always easiest too.
0: And that's Jody with an I at loveservethrive.com. Fantastic. Jody, thank you so much. It was lovely having you. Thank you for this insightful, heartfelt discussion and for offering a fresh, beautiful perspective on life and mindset of success as well. Thank you for your time. Thank you.